Zone. Talk Zone presents Two Guys and a Mic, your mid-morning break sports talk show. It's a passionate yet lighthearted look at the world of sports, featuring the coach, John Cohn, and the big dog, Joel Radwanski. They'll recap the games from yesterday, look ahead to the matchups tonight, and cover a lot more in between. Now, Two Guys and a Mic on TalkZone.com. Welcome everybody, TalkZone.com, two guys at a mic show, the coach coming at you, fighting a little uh, vocal cord situation, doing the best we can here, but uh, hopefully I'll be able to hold out for the one hour show. Hope you out there feeling just a little bit better than myself. It's the TalkZone.com, we'll talk sports and more for the next hour special show today, because I think we got the big dog, Joe Radwanski, going to be coming in in a couple of minutes live in studio, my good partner who I normally talk to over the telecommunicative airwaves out in Aurora, live in the studio with a special guest today. Imagine the excitement and imagine the wonderful music of the TalkZone.com. Goodness, sometime David Olson, producer extraordinaire David Olson, other side of the glass. Again, thanks for joining us. You want to join us, as per always, in a more personal uh, nature, you can do so at giving us a call at 888-463-6748. A lot of NBA playoff talk today, Game 4, Bulls against the Heat. Definitely some baseball talk. Got a lot of uh, baseball round them up and wrap them up. Some dramatic games yesterday, including a, a guy who had not hit. I think I got this right, Corey Hart of the Milwaukee Brewers, zero homers on the season. And he hit three in one game yesterday. Three in one game after hitting none the entire season. I'm not sure the statistical odds of that, but they're uh, somewhat fairly high near the stratosphere. So we'll go over that and a couple other uh, last-minute finishes in the world of baseball. A little baseball round them up, wrap them up, coming up. But uh, speaking of getting wrapped up, you know, you get so wrapped up in the sporting world sometimes, reading the paper, listening to the talk show, in this case, doing our one-hour show, uh, uh, and we all know it, but I think sometimes you need to be reminded of it that we can get so wrapped up that the sports world can take on what I would call a, uh, a FI, a false importance. And we need to step back and take a collective breath. We probably need to do it a lot more often, those of us that are into the world of sports. And, boy, I mean, you look at the videos of those tornadoes, the tornado that hit in Joplin, Missouri, the latest in a uh, just a deadly, vicious string of tornadoes that have hit. I mean, I remember in previous years getting tornadoes. I don't remember them as many, and in particular, I don't remember them as powerful and as widespread. And it seems like they're they're staying on the ground longer. But this one in Joplin, Missouri, if you watch some of the video, here's some of the interviews. It's just absolutely heartbreaking. I heard. One guy uh, talking about, he's a school teacher. School teacher talking about how they actually had their, well, the commentator asked him, you know, uh, what about the seniors? Are they going to be able to get their graduation? Is it going to affect college? The guy said, well, believe it or not, they actually had the high school graduation earlier in the day. And like a half an hour after the high school graduation, one of the momentous occasions in your young life, a half an hour later, the tornado sirens go off, and about 15 minutes after that, a good part of the town that you grew up in, the town that you were about to celebrate, I guess you would say, leaving and moving on to the next venture of your life, that particular town, uh, for the most part, torn to shreds. Some of the pictures, just absolutely unbelievable, literal devastation. And uh, again, we all know it. 
We all know it, but I think sometimes we need to be reminded of it, just not to get too wrapped up in the sporting world. So many more important things out there. Uh, I think I heard on that same interview, maybe it was a different one, where nearby school had raised like fourteen or $15,000. This is a town maybe, maybe 10, 15 miles away. Probably competitors, arch rivals in the sporting world, et cetera, et cetera. But um, they had raised 15000 for some senior class project uh, that was going to be announced at their graduation ceremony. And that neighboring school immediately said, hey, whatever project we were going to be doing, maybe it was something donated to the school. All 15 of that thousand is going to our good friends in Joppa, Missouri. Stories like that amidst the tragedy, some heartwarming stories. So uh, tough. Tough. We got any listeners in the uh, Missouri area? You uh, maybe were affected by it a little bit. You can give us a more up close and personal report. Hopefully, for the sake of the listener out there, hopefully not too up close and personal. But uh, if we do have any listeners out there, love to hear from you. Seven seven three seven seven three eight 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 four six three sixty seven forty eight. I'm almost going back to my old morning break radio phone number again. Triple eight four six three sixty seven forty eight. Again, our hearts uh, go out prayers. Good wishes, uh, and it would be a major, major long cleanup, and they're still looking for, um, people for body. I think 107, despite, or, uh, beyond the devastation of all the buildings and the many, many injuries, 117 people died. 117 people died, and they are still looking. Let's hope that count does not go up anymore. So uh, we do pass on our good thoughts and good wishes, and we'll continue to follow that story, no question about what is there. Is there a college, David, near Joplin, Missouri? It's in what, is southern part of Missouri? I think it's downstate. Not, the town is definitely not named after Janice Joplin. Can we confirm that? Okay, David is shaking his head. I got worried. I thought maybe the town was named after Janice Joplin. All right, 888-463-6748. We do have plenty of sports stories to talk about. Of course, here in Chicago, the game at hand, and apparently it's not just Chicago and Miami that is uh, watching the game because uh, the, the game on Sunday had huge viewing audience on TNT, I think the second largest cable audience ever for an NBA game. So, uh I'm not going to say the whole world is watching, but clearly there is a lot of uh, basketball eyes in this nation, and the game has gone international um, on the Miami Heat-Chicago Bulls series. It has caught it has caught the imagination of the country. A lot of stories, of course, a lot of big names. You got the big three, Derek Rose of the Bulls. I think a lot of the fans around the country have kind of uh, in capture the spirit and the way the Chicago Bulls play. Kind of a blue-collar team. Yeah, they got the one-star in Derrick Rose, but kind of an old-school team, old-fashioned with their coach preaching defense. I think people have picked up on that, and obviously the biggest draw is the uh, the Miami Heat and the uh, South Beach trio, if you will. Chris Bosh becoming a strong part of that trio. So a lot of people are watching, not just here in Chicago and in Miami, but Game 4 tonight at Miami. We'll see uh, what adjustments both teams Will do. I would imagine if you're Miami, you're probably not making too many adjustments. You want to continue playing as is. The only thing you have to do is you have to adjust to the adjustment. Little in-game strategy because you know the Chicago Bulls are going to try something different. So you can predict a little bit, maybe plan in advance, but some of it may have to be on the fly. So I think the Miami Heat would like the game to, to, to be played the way it has been. But they know the Bulls are going to try something different, so their ability to adjust to the adjustment, if you will, 
is going to be a key in uh, tonight's game. Remember, I came up with the prediction. I made the prediction, and, and everybody's saying, must game for the Bulls. Absolute must game. If they lose tonight, it's over. No, it's not over. Not good. Not looking good, but it's not over. It's not a must game. They lose tonight. They go down three to one. Now, remember, it wasn't that long ago when our Chicago Blackhawks were down to the Vancouver Canuck. By the way, Vancouver about to head to the Stanley Cup Finals, as I think they lead their series um, three to one. But you know, the Hawks were uh, you know written off when it was two zero. If we don't win this game, it's going to be over. Well, they lost that game. It went three zero, and sure enough, the Hawks came back, made it three to one, three to two. 3-3, three to three, near panic set in in the city of Vancouver. Sirens were going off. The tornado didn't hit, but uh, panic hit the streets of Vancouver. They were able to right the ship and beat the Hawks in Game 7. But my point is, no, it's not over. It's not a must game. It's a big game. It's a big game, no doubt about it. Not a must game. And, and I, my prediction uh, more than a couple of days ago, I think after Game 1, was I, I think Miami's going to win both games. In Miami, they're going to go up to 3-1, to one, and I think a spirited, refuse-to-give-in Chicago Bulls team will win at the United Center. Maybe the Miami Heat won't be playing with quite the edge that they normally do with a 3-1 lead coming back to Chicago. So now it's 3-2, to two, but now it gets interesting because the Bulls will knock off the Miami Heat in Miami. So now all of a sudden it's 3-3 coming back to the United Center. A week from yesterday, folks, Memorial Day Monday, Game 7. You heard it here first, and oh, my goodness, what a game that would be. And I would imagine that game David Olson would, in fact, become the number one rated cable game of all time. Unless people have Memorial Day barbecues and maybe they drink a little bit too much beer and can't figure out what station to turn to. It's possible. It is possible. But uh anyhow, game four tonight, you got thoughts on that? 888-463-6748. Miami Heat up two to one. Chris Bosch, red hot. We'll see how the Bulls adjust their defense and defend uh Chris Bosch got a little bit worried when I'm reading in the paper. Maybe it's maybe it's a little disguise. Maybe it's a little gamemanship, but uh Derek Rose talking about I can't pass the ball so much. I've been giving the ball up to my teammates, and, and the offense just takes too long to get in gear. We're struggling to score. He says, I have to find a way to beat those double teams. I have to find a way to beat the Miami defense and score. Now, to me, that that could be recipe for disaster because it sounds like D-Row is going to try to do it all himself with the other guys standing around. Not sure if that's going to work. Maybe a little bit of gamesmanship. Maybe he's trying to openly get that quote out so the Miami Heat think that's exactly what's going to happen and maybe they'll go a little bit opposite. So uh, we'll we'll see, but that is a a source of concern. I think if Derrick Rose tries to do too much, that could be a recipe for disaster. And instead of uh, the last two games, as my voice fades into the the sunshine here at the end of the day, except it's 10 o'clock in the morning, but it shouldn't be, but it is, we'll fight through. I got my coffee. Got my uh, water here. I don't know if the Kleenex wants to show up on the, I'm going to cover up the part that I heard. I, you know, that's the one bad thing about the live TV here. Blowing the nose doesn't, I suppose we can turn off the sound effect, but, uh, you know, live TV, the blow, I'm going to try, try to hold off the allergenic blowing of the nose, but if it has to be a, God bless you. Maybe we'll put it up on YouTube. Hey, if you need to do it, I can, I can do a shot of Big Dog's empty chair there real quick, so. <laughs> Uh, maybe I'll get some hits on YouTube. Host has sneezing attack while doing radio show. Could be good for ratings. We need some hits on this show, Dave. We got to do something dramatic. The last time we got that many hits was when Big Dog, I think, threatened to do the show uh, 
naked from the waist down. It didn't go over very well, and he never actually followed up on the threat, but people at least tuned in. we got to create something to get some hits on this show. As uh, Mark Carmen used to say, it's the best show on radio, or in this case on Internet, best show on radio. All we need is listeners. 888-463-6748. Oh, and by the way, the other NBA uh, playoff game being played, uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Dallas Mavericks. I was not able to stay awake for the end of that game, but the Dallas Mavericks pull out a thriller in Overtime, Dirk Nowitzki, and I mentioned this. We saw it in their very first series. Who did Dallas knock off? Was it San Antonio? No, Memphis knocked off San Ann. Dallas knock off the Lakers? I'm so confused. They did. And we noticed that early on, this Dallas Mavericks team led by uh, Mr. Nowitzki. You talk about a team on a mission. You talk about a team with a soul-mindedness, with that look in their eyes, more so than the Miami Heat, more so than the Chicago Bulls, the Dallas Mavericks. Dallas Mavericks are hot. They're up 3-1 now. They won both games in Oklahoma City. So they're looking pretty good. They come back home to Dallas uh, up 3-1, and they can wrap it up. We'll see if the young Oklahoma City Thunder can find a way to come back. But overtime last night, dramatic victory. Dirk and company pulling out a victory. I think Dirk had 40 points. He's been the MVP of the entire um, NBA playoffs. If you had to pick one guy, he clearly clearly has been the MVP. So we'll keep an eye on that one as well. Again, game four tonight. Of course, a little sideline story. Noah, Joakim Noah, and his uh, little verbal tirade at the midway point of the first quarter when he got taken out with a couple of fouls. Unfortunately, got caught by the TNT microphones and uh, some heckling fan. And I like the way Joakim Noah, who immediately after the game, he didn't wait. A day later, two days later, to meet with his agent and come up with a scripted apology, he knew right away. I mean, in the locker room after the game, even before the reporters could ask him, he was apologizing for that. And and it wasn't, you know, it's hard to judge because some guys can hide it better than others. But when you watch Joe Kimnoa, it was it was heartfelt. It was genuine or genuine. Okay, and if you know anything about Joe Kimnoa, he's a pretty radical guy. Pretty liberal guy. I think he's the last one to have some views that uh, might be looked on at others as a little uh, inclusive. So, uh, you know, I think Joe Noah he used that, that, that particular slur. But, uh, and again, you hate to judge one guy from another. Uh, you know, it's an imperfect science. But as best you could tell, you know, Joe Noah not that kind of guy. Not that kind of guy. He genuinely got caught up in the emotion of the moment. Used a term which he would not normally do it he apologized uh rather vociferously right after the game so i'm, I'm a, a mistake but i'm all on jokum's that not the greatest nba player of all time but boy you gotta love the way he plays the game you gotta love the way he plays the game passionate enthusiastic cheering on the bench cheering on the floor loving the, i mean he just enjoys playing the game and he enjoys when his teammates make plays, and he's an ultimate competitor. So I appreciate this guy's attitude. I'm not sure I would have believed that I would have said that four or five years ago when he was drafted. I think most people in Chicago were like, who the heck is this guy? We watched him play in college, and we saw the outfit he wore when he was shaking hands with David Stern. But uh, he's become a very, I don't know, beloved's a little bit strong, but a very well-liked figure of the city of Chicago, and that'll be a Hopefully just a minor black mark on the uh, Joakim Noah saga. What was the uh, the fine, David? 50000 So 100000 for Kobe. 50000 for Joakim. They both basically said the same thing. So the NBA is pretty much saying it's worse if you say it to a referee than it is to a fan. No, 
The fine was based on their salaries. Really? Yeah. Kobe Bryant makes significantly more money than Joe Interesting. Kimmel. Okay. I yeah. did not know the NBA pro rates like that. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Okay. All right. So they want to make it hurt a little bit more for a guy who's making well, a ton I, yeah, of money. I mean, Kobe makes tens of millions of dollars, and mm-hmm. uh, Noah makes maybe three. Aren't so. you setting yourself up for a little uh, favoritism, criticism there? You're judging the fine not on the offense, but on how much a guy makes. Actually, I don't mind it, but but it just it seems like it could be politically incorrect. Well, I, but you look at it from the other side. Yeah, I mean, cursing out an official should have a bigger fine than cursing out a fan. Mm-hmm. Well, in my, in my opinion. Yeah, my or opinion. The, or the, there's the other way. Looking at David Stern could say, "Hey, the fans are our lifeblood. The people out in the crowd. Maybe that one obnoxious fan that was hollering at him, but all the other fans around him heard that. You know, the referees are part of our game. We got to protect our game. But boy, the fans. That's our lifeblood. That's What's sacred, you you find more for insulting the fan than you do the ref. That's just playing devil's advocate for a set. A lot more fans than there are referees. And if you don't show respect for the referees, the game goes into chaos. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're the officials. They're the ones that are 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 enforcing the rules of the league, so they mm-hmm. need to be respected. Okay. All right. Uh, 888-463-674. At any rate, Joakim Noah, about $50,000 lighter in the pocket. We'll see if that affects his game. I expect him to come back and play with a little uh, RA today, a little reckless abandon. Reckless abandon. If I had a horse, by the way, and was entering him in the Belmont, that would be the name of my horse. Reckless abandon. Eh. But uh, Big Dog will be uh, coming in in just a little bit. We'll talk about that. we got baseball news. Cubs, of course, here in the city of Chicago. They were off yesterday, taking on the New York Mets at home. White Sox have been on a pretty nice streak of late. They lose yesterday to Texas 4 to nothing. Poor John Danks. Wow. I mean, the guy pitches a good game again. I think he gave up run in the first, two and a third. They let him pitch a complete game. He threw all eight innings. You know, it wasn't brilliant. And you can just feel the guys trying to remain calm about it, but the pressure starting to build. He even admitted it as much uh, after the game. Zero wins on the season. And he pitched a pretty good ball game. I mean, you give up one run in the first, two, and the third, and shut them down to the eighth inning. I think they got another run in the eighth inning. You know, more often than not, you pitch like that, you're going to go. You're going to go 15 and 12 on the season. So that's not too bad, but White Sox lose to Texas 4 to nothing. Uh, the Texas Ranger pitcher Alex Ogundo, 5-0 and in the year. The exact opposite of the Johnny Dank situation, 5-0. and And, of course, Texas gets Josh Hamilton and Nelson Cruz, two of their sluggers, back just in time. Just in time for the White Sox series, just our luck. Uh, Cubs will be taking on the Mets, and again, Marlon Burr, we're keeping a... Yeah, that's a bad pun, keeping an eye on him. But the uh, situation with Marlon, of course, 15-day disabled list. He's got the... Uh, Fractured facial muscles. Hopefully the eyesight's coming back. Very, very dangerous situation. We taking a break, David? We are not taking a break. In a second. Big dog's here, but the entourage is all like <laughs> filtering into the room. So let's... Uh, we have an entourage coming in. Yeah, huh? let, let, let's wait till they all get yeah. over here near the studio. Yeah, I, I told the break. big dog, he says he's coming in late. I go, hey, big dog, it's only a one-hour show. You can't come in late for a one-hour show. You come in a half an hour late. You're cutting our time down here. This time is precious. They only allow us one hour. Any updates, David, in um, moving this show possibly to a two or, God forbid, a three-hour experience? Do we have any movement in that area? We do not. 
We do have movement, but all the movement is down. Exactly. Thank you very much. Okay. I'm looking for an encouraging word here. Looking for some positive reinforcement. No. Boom. Shot in the ankle. All right. Well, we're struggling to get through one hour. Why would they give us uh, two or three hours? 888-463-6748. Don't forget the French Open is going on. NHL playoffs and the uh, Indy 500, I think. I think I read uh, today where uh, the Indy 500, this is the 100th anniversary of the Indy 500. So that could uh, make things pretty special for the race coming up, of course, this Sunday, always on Memorial Weekend. So we'll talk about that a little bit. And uh, the stories continue to come out about Lance Armstrong, too. You've been following this a little bit in the world of cycling, not just one, but two. Two of his ex-racing partners, one of them, George Hincopie, actually read a book which is surprising unto itself. (laughs) But I actually read a book by the um, director of Lance Armstrong's team. Forget the guy's name now, but I read it a couple years ago, so I kind of got into the inside world bicycling. But George Hincopie, George Hincopie was like one of Lance Armstrong's, he was one of his guys who would you know pace for him. He was one of his teammates who gave up a lot so that Lance could win, and even he is coming out now saying that Lance Armstrong, he did see him take performance-enhancing drugs. Not one guy. But two guys. <coughs> All right. My voice is wearing out. David Olson, we'll take a quick break. I'm going to replenish. Got the little, uh, what do we got here? Refresher. Safeway. Safeway water, the finest in the house. Better than Iron Mountain. What's the more popular water out there? Is it Iron Mountain? Yeah, whatever the hell. Yeah, I got my cup of coffee, a couple other illegal drugs I might uh, throw in there while we're at the break. We'll take a quick break. TalkZone.com. Two guys at a mic. The coach about to be joined by the big dog and the entourage. Phone lines are open at 888-463-6748. Back in a short time. Our breaks are short. For your calls on Two Guys and a Mic, call 888-GO-FOR-IT. Once again, here's the coach, John Cohn. Welcome back. Two Guys and a Mic Show, TalkZone.com. The entourage on the way in. 
talking some sports and more here on the TalkZone.com. Phone lines open. As per always, 888-463-6748. David Olson, I have a quandary for you. Have a quandary for you. Need to get your opinion on this. Talking to a buddy uh, this morning, whose son is the number one pitcher for. We won't even say the high school or the kid's name. Number one pitcher for the high school. They won their first state tournament game. They saved him for game two, which is tomorrow against the number one or number two seed in the regional. So big game tomorrow. His team is the underdog team. Supposed to rain tomorrow. Okay, Thursday. He's a senior. Thursday is the school's graduation, high school graduation at 5 o'clock. Game time, if it's rained out tomorrow, Thursday, 445. Now, David, your kids are young, but uh, throw yourself ahead 14, 15 years. Huge game. Been playing baseball all your life. This is probably your biggest game. Your team is counting on you. What do the seniors do? On the other hand, there's only one time in your life you walk across that stage to get graduation. You go to the game without question. You do. Yeah. It's just, you know, from a kid's perspective, walking across that stage means nothing. Ooh, see, I'm surprised to hear that. Means, without question? Without without question. Oh, boy. With, without question. Well, I would say without question, I would disagree with you. You're, you're, walking, across, you're walking across the stage well, and being handed a piece of paper. <sighs> it's more for the parents than for the student. Yeah. Regardless of whether or not you attend that, uh, that ceremony, you graduated. Uh, and, and the reason I'm going to completely disagree with you is I'm going to completely disagree with your without question. I think it's like the ultimate quandary. I'm, I'm like, I'm not saying, oh, absolutely, you missed the game and go to the graduation because I see that aspect of it too. It is more, it's more show, and uh, you know, yeah, it's, it's a lot of pomp and circumstance, I guess. But boy, I think that's a tough one because it is, it is once in your life, and yeah, for the parents. Part of it is for the parents. Anybody out there has been in that situation before or got a thought on that? 888-463-6748. Now, to add to that particular quandary, the team they're playing, you know, like an 80% chance they're going to lose to. So my, my, uh, friends, you know, said, Hey, if we, you know, if we had a chance of winning, if we had a good chance of winning, maybe. Maybe I would consider missing the graduation, but we're going to get killed by this team anyways. So that adds to it, too. And I know that's not the first time. And uh, the big dog and the entourage coming in. But I know a lot of senior athletes have been in that situation before. And, uh, again, talking about if anybody out there has been in that situation or had thoughts on it, a shocking revelation from producer David Olson, without question. Without question. Joel, as you uh, I, I, in, we'll I did get... not hear the shocking admission. Well, it wasn't a shocking admission. It was a shocking opinion from the otherwise would seemingly uh, well-grounded David Olson. Okay. The situation very quickly was uh, number one pitcher for a baseball team. Yes. Their team won their first state tournament game. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, they saved him. They're playing Stevenson now, the number two ranked team. Gotcha. Big game. Probably the biggest game of his baseball life. They're yeah. depending on him and the other seniors as well. Game scheduled tomorrow. It's supposed to rain tomorrow. If it's rained out, the game must be played on Thursday. Game time, 445, high school graduation, 5 o'clock. I guess I'm missing high school graduation. I could care less, to be honest with you. Wow. Another shocking uh, to, to be To be quite honest with you, Coach, yeah. one of the least climatic 
things, the most anticlimactic thing I've ever done. Big deal. What you about know what was the best thing about graduation the first time I lost my virginity? <laughs> that I would definitely not do again and miss a p- game pigeon. But to walk down an aisle and have somebody give you a diploma, which, by the way, is empty yeah, nowadays. Yeah. See, there you what, go. Well, there you go. Yeah, see, well. Maybe I need to I'm, be a little bit more. David, I'm proving my point. You agree with the big, with the big dog, which right away should give yourself a, a thought for uh, changing your thought, your pr- opinion. No. No, no, I'm sticking with my guns. How, how often, you know, what? I can tell you the parents, the parents have a strong, and there are many parents. I've coached some kids. I coached a game, Big Dog, where in the middle of our state tournament game, like we're two steps away from going down in the middle of the game. My shortstop and my outfielder left the game, and the parents, the parents have a said, parents flat out said, hey, we're not missing. Not missing high school graduation. And, and my, my dad would have been like, yeah, you know how 95% of America has, uh, has diplomas. I don't. Okay, but I could really care less if my son could walk down the aisle. I'd rather see him get on the mountain and, and right. pitch this game. All right, interesting. How, how many kids get to pitch a playoff game? Very few. 95% okay. will graduate. Okay. By the we're, way, we're in an American and an American equivalency of a high school education. What does that get you nowadays? <laughs> Want to biggie size yeah, that, sir? I always said the world is full of degrees. Degrees are overrated. You can get the MAs, the BS, the BAs. Oh, degrees are highly overrated. A thermometer has degrees. You know what a nurse does with a thermometer. I, I have, Thank you very much. I have carnal knowledge with the nurse at the time. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm glad you're here because my voice is like uh, I, yeah, yeah, I got I, allergenic I, situation. So I'm going to let you run the rest of the show. But uh, how are you? Big to have seen It's good it's to see you. Coach, it's it's I know. Hey, I know. Hey, hey. Oh, you want to get a hug? Not right. And if anybody noticed, if anybody noticed, we definitely did the hug with our hips very there, far apart. Yes, there was no groping, at least uh, as could be told. But, you know, I've been talking to you over the phone for three months. I haven't seen you. Great to see so, you in person. Well, we're finally back in studio. And today we're back in studio because, wow, Coach, uh, I, I wanted to introduce you to one of my cohorts, somebody that, that goes out and chases down deadbeat parents with me. And this is the one, the only, the lovely Renee Domes. She is not the deadbeat parent. She chases down. <laughs> does she help? Yeah, she does the Beautiful. investigative reporting. Uh, Renee. Yes. Go, Renee Gomez. Renee Actually, Domez. Actually, I Domez. told you he was going to mess your name up. It's, okay. Yeah, That's once. Domenz, right. it's D-O-M-E-N-Z. Excellent. Oh, it is? So I've been messing your name up this whole time. Okay. <laughs> it's a tough one. It really is. Uh, no, it's no, a tough I, one. I didn't know. Why didn't you correct me? I've been I... calling you Domez from day one. If you call me Joe, I've been like, Renee, my name is Joel. Right, I know, I know. But you, you, you rarely say my last name, so I you know, I only hear it in passing, and usually it's in the middle of a long sentence, so I just go, well, you know what, I'll just catch him on the next one. Well, you do realize that <laughs> on the show that we're filming, which is the, the Chase Down Deadbeat Parents Coach, Yes, I've been calling her the long wrong name this whole time for a <laughs> year now a year yeah. of filming nobody would have noticed in the, until we aired the show that's right it's right and so. now we we brought it out we we've we've addressed it and we can yeah. move on and and it's 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 at least written correctly in the credits that's well that we that's good well so that that means we have to scrap everything we filmed so far is that all right idris if we scrap everything so far no now who, who, okay. who is this uh this is idris idris and idris is the executive yeah. producer slash cameraman executive. slash <laughs> Uh, slash uh, head of the security, because coach, you know, th- we get shot at and attacked, Renee and I. For real. For real. Daily. Wow. Daily. You want to know about daily? We only go out about once yeah. a week. But yeah, we've had some pretty interesting right. run-ins so, the last couple of weeks. So but. Idris has uh, rescued you more than once from dangerous no, situations. He, he hasn't done anything. Well, he, he just oh, shoots it. He put, oh, okay. And, he, and he's in charge <laughs> of the too dangerous. Idris runs off. Hey, I'm the executive producer. It's not on me. And, and he's in charge of the security team and the actual production. Security. So we can use think, a little security here. I may have to talk to Idris after the show. Do you think Idris is really going to set us up with good security? Because he, he wants us in as precarious a situation as possible to get the best footage. 
You know, so that's it's not a good thing to go hand-in-hand, hand, Coach. I, all of a sudden, I'm slightly worried. Up until now, the last year and a half I've worked here at the Talk Zone, it's been a very uh, serene environment, sometimes too serene, Big Dog. Mm-hmm. But i got a feeling now that you've been here and the people that Idris know, we're going to see some strange people coming in the studio over the next couple months. Yeah, and we've actually had strange people actually shoot this. Now, Renee and Idris, you might not be aware of this, but uh, a person that's been formerly part of this uh, association and welcome to come back whenever is is Robert the Rain Man McCune, Coach. <laughs> okay, he was actually, it was Idris and Robert from the start filming us, getting us, chasing deadbeat parents down. Renee joined, you know, joined the whole uh, mm-hmm. association. And now, you know, there's been a split. There's a rift between Idris oh, and the Rain Man. Yeah, that's a shame. So we need to give Idris a nickname, too, before the end of the show, yeah. which, by the way, we showed up a half hour late, and, mm-hmm. and, and David Olson seems to be pretty happy about it. That's a half hour he doesn't have to deal with me. <laughs> well, that's a problem. You know, I feel bad for Idris because, quite frankly, the Rain Man, Robert, what the hell was the last name? Uh, don't matter. Okay. <laughs> he was in here a couple times, and according to our, uh, our you know, ratings, and you know how we analyze I miss him. Well, not only that, but apparently the listeners, uh, you and me, yes, eh, but they love the Rain Man. It, it's always seemed to be that way. He yes. said it was bad jokes. That's why women liked him. Corny yeah, jokes. Yeah. He said that consistently. Said that. Uh-huh. The female listeners in particular were big fans of the Rain Man. Now that we've got Idris on... Uh, on film, I'm going to imagine our ratings and hits will go significantly up. So it was Idris and the Rain Man. Okay. Yeah. And then the Rain Man and Idris split. And then there was a fight over myself and Renee. Really? So we, now we oh, can, I didn't hear about this. We, we can talk to Renee now and maybe yeah. we can get but, a nickname for, for Renee Domenz oh, by, by the end of this particular show. I, I, like I, I specialize in nicknames. But I was about to say enough about Idris and Robert. Let's concentrate on, on Renee. Renee. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's, yeah oh, let's yeah. concentrate. Okay. Now, tired, by the way, I'm tired. I met Idris for five minutes. I'm tired of him already. <laughs> David is, how is, how is the camera on Renee? It isn't focused because I've been, I've been getting text messages over it. Should we? It's right there. Okay. Okay. Because if we need a better shot of Renee, I'll switch seats. Yeah, I'm good. (laughs) Whatever it takes. On behalf of our listeners, they're tired of looking at me. Ain't that the truth, Coach? Yes. People are like, why, do, why, why don't you ever go in studio? Then they saw my picture. They're like, stay in the studio. We don't need you in there. Uh, again, now, the show is not on TV yet. Not on TV but yet. The, the title of the show. Okay, now, honestly, the title might have to change because there's a portion of the title that would be owned by Fox no matter what. News Corp, always, always there. Okay, the message is so the America's Most Wanted might be out of it. So we are now up in the air, and it depends okay. on if it's WB or Fox. All so right. it, it, it'll be America's Most Wanted something right. if it is picked and, up by Fox. And Renee, describe again, because you guys know, but I'm still, uh, listeners might be a little bit more, uh, need clarification. The show exactly does what? We try to find deadbeat parents. Um, we try to bring them, we'll put their face or name out there for people to be aware of what their lack of responsibility in parenting. And a lot of them owe so much money, you wouldn't even believe it. Um, you say, oh, like Well, one of them or? was over, no, child support. Uh, one of them was over a <laughs> yes. million dollars. And um, with, I think, one child, that person was, unbelievable. So uh, anyway, we try to make these people live up to what they're supposed to be doing as parents. Um, we try to find them. And some of the situations can get a little uh, scary, hairy. I'm not quite sure what you want to call it. That, but uh, yeah, that's it can be dangerous um, mm-hmm. because they don't want their face to be to be seen. Well, so Understood. In, in some mm-hmm. cases, understood. Now, we in the TalkZone.com, there's all kinds of talk shows here, mm-hmm. uh, many of which are of the legal variety. Right. So we've probably got some you know, lawyers listening to the show. They're always looking a way to make, make a cheap buck and maybe yeah, even I, defend. I, I was listening to Barely Legal the other day, and yeah. I was barely listenable. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, just kidding. Just kidding, guys. Just kidding. Oh, yeah. you can only kiss the one you love, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But my question is, how much checking do you do to make sure that, in fact, the deadbeat oh. parent you show is exactly a deadbeat and not someone who's that, maybe more innocent and could... Not, not to not to speak for you, Renee, but we've made it a point after getting burnt the second time to really investigate. So if you come to us, my baby daddy hadn't been paying, he doesn't neglect some, blah, blah, blah. Then we end up finding out that you're spending all the money on your boyfriend. Your baby daddy is around the kid, taking him to baseball practice, being a good dad, and you're the one. So it's, it happens every once in a while where the person pointing the finger has three fingers pointing right back at them. Ah, one of my famous quotes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I've, I've used that quote in the in this particular show coach and i thought of you at, mm-hmm. at the time but right. most of the time it's absolutely shocking so mm-hmm. and, and you know and for the case of television sometimes people owe a lot of money and they're like yeah we owe it and it's not exactly boring stuff but mm-hmm. we don't focus on that we, we'll wrap that one up real quick but the ones where maybe they're being really bad parents we, we kind of focus on those and really expose them okay. because these kids need parents nowadays so all right so we we got you on camera tracking them down we got idris with the camera the executive producer running away anytime the yes. situation gets yes. different renee if we're watching on tv what what part do you have well i'm hoping to be on the stakeouts as well um I do have a degree, uh, not a degree, I guess we call it a purple belt, um, so in karate, which I did get. <laughs> I could probably flip a few people. I took judo um, for a little while. The, the only problem is if you actually got into a fight, you did get a purple heart afterwards. That would be the issue. <laughs> well, I also have, you know, the shoes. I could always, you know, stab them with a high heel if I need to, whatever it takes. So you're going to go with Joel? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So I, she's so been on, on a few already. I have been so on few. camera, we'd see mm-hmm. just the two of you. Yeah, so okay. she does a lot of in-studio stuff, the, you know, the investigative reporting, you know, mm-hmm. wrapping all the, all the things up. I do a little bit of that and a right. lot of outside stuff, so we kind of have right. different stuff. So I help mm-hmm. her out a little bit inside. She helps me out a little bit on the I, I even took a class. What was that one, the mixed martial arts class we took together? That was that was, that was pretty was, intimidating, Coach. Was, <laughs> he's he's good. He's very good. Um, so, yeah, I... I <laughs> I do as much of it as I as I can. So okay. I do the Deadbeat Post, which is from a national. Um, it's a legitimate. Legitimate. Listen to me. I haven't had coffee yet. Legitimate um, list. Oh, I, I'm good. <laughs> I, got aller- I got allergies. Otherwise, I'd feel free to share. Oh, it. thanks. Um, <laughs> a legitimate list. Um, that mm-hmm. is what is it called again, Adrian? That uh, federal list of deadbeats. So yeah, it is, there, there, it is documented. There. It's it's out there. You could look it up yourself if you wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've we've talked to people coming out of courthouses. Mm-hmm. Um, so they are legitimate cases. They're, everyone is really real. And and it's everything from us chasing on deadbeat parents or exposing someone that isn't and saying you're really the bad parent to everything where well, we've got this one guy who's a homeless veteran living under lower whacker and they take his social security check because of a mess up in the 1970s over his, both of his daughters have graduated, one from DePaul, another one from another university somewhere. This veteran of the United States military, Vietnam War, lives under Lower Wacker and can't get any money from his social security check because of a clerical error. And they keep on taking out fees and fines and interest of something that he doesn't owe from a child support clerical error 30 years ago. This man needs every penny. He fought for the United States government. His, the ex-wife, the children are like quit harassing our father, and the guy still can't get his Social Security money as he lives underneath Lower Wacker Drive right now. Talk about despicable, and all it does is go back into the system, and they don't fix it. And all they have to do is just correct it. They they owe this guy like $20,000 in back Social Security. Maybe the segment for another show. We, Not deadbeat dads, but deadbeat 
government uh, deficiencies. So that's what we're trying to, trust me, it's about, it's about getting parents back into the lives of these kids. That's what the show is really about, Coach. But Mm -hmm. we also want to say, look at how many different problems Mm -hmm. there are in the world of child support. How about a, a show titled Getting Yours? Now, people could, you know, maybe tune in for the wrong thing, but they find out Mm -hmm. what you guys do is you find out people that are maybe in a little bit disadvantaged situation, like this guy you're talking about, Mm -hmm. that are legitimately owed money by a company, by the government, whatever, and you help the little guy Mm -hmm. to get his. It's called getting yours. I love the title. That, that, that seems like a project that we might want to put on the back burner, Coach. The only problem is our back burners are full. We need something on the front burner right now. Okay. Sounds like my wife cooking dinner at about 6 o'clock. Dinner will be ready by 9. Huh? What? Uh, outstanding. Now, Renee, we got probably listeners right now, uh, you know, Facebooking, YouTubing, Googling, looking up a Renee Domenz to save them. Because we, we got some real sickos out there mm-hmm. like to do We back- do. Background check. You will gain really? at least one stalker <laughs> off of the show today. Guaranteed. Great. I've already had one of those. Oh, no. She, she's made it. Yeah. She's made it. That's, that's when you know you're a star. <laughs> but to save the time of all these people, instead of Google, get a little bit of your uh, background TV stuff you've done or, you know, schooling. Did you grow up in the area? I did. I grew up in the Chicago area. Mm-hmm. What high school? Um, I went to Lyons Township. I'm it's sorry. In Lagrange, a Lagrange High School. Uh, I heard you. I'm just sorry you went there. Not. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> excellent it was a great school. school. Excellent Actually, school. By it no, was. very it was good school. Fabulous. Um, yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, it's a tough crowd. That's my high school rival. So I'm. I am oh, sorry. Really? For Where you. did you go? Downers Grove North. Oh, oh really? Okay. Hey. Yeah. Wow. I know you heard that, so you're not sorry. <laughs> no, you're not going to make a comment about. Uh, oh, I've made oh, there, so many. You could. Yeah. Oh, you already have. Yeah. Okay. All my Downers Grove North jokes have been used up. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I, all right. So local right. local kid from Chicago. Right. Very very mm-hmm. cool. Yes, I grew mm-hmm. up here, and um, I've done some acting. I've done commercials and industrials, and. Now you've uh, been in independent films, right? I have. Mm-hmm. Now, where mm-hmm. can we get a hold of some of these and, and watch them? Um, well, some of the ones I've done are still in post production, so they're being. That means they need Editing. money, Coach. Yes. On the back burner. <laughs> yeah. That's well. me. That means Renee did her job. Now somebody else has to come up with about ten grand. Right. What is what that Boy, means? We need a big back burner. Right. 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 Exactly. Um, yeah. There. Are, I've done a lot of different projects. I have um, a blog that um, kind of gives you some samples of my work and. Um, oh, you got to give us the the link right now okay. to the blog. Okay. It's um, www. Of course. Uh, dot blogspot. Dot Renee Domenz. D-O-M-E-N-Z. Cool. And that's Renee with two E's. I was just going to ask that. <laughs> dot com. So mm-hmm. it's www.blogspot.reneedomens.com. Uh, www. okay. so. so you've worked uh, with a lot of different people. you got a fair mm-hmm. amount of experience. Uh, the big dog, we call him the big dog, the Joel. Big dog. I didn't know that. Truly a unique individual. Um, give me a little bit of, of yes. your experience working with Joel and um, uh, just well, what, you, what you think of him as a potential actor. I... I I know he was also in a film. You were in a couple of films, probably. Yeah, right? yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I, I, and you can go to BennyWoodall.com, Huangzi Productions. You can what? get something on there. Huangzi. I can't pronounce it. I, I okay. am getting a note from our producer, David. I want to get back to Renee's uh, uh, thoughts on working with the yes. big dog after okay. working with so many people over the years. But David's telling us we got to take a quick, quick break. 888-463-6748 if you want to dial it up. Taking a break, quick break from sports and talking about America's... Not greatest deadbeats, worst deadbeats. Uh, well, well, we'll figure out what okay. the name is as soon as the one particular company buys it. Renee Domenz, okay. the big dog, and Idris in the studio back in about 32 seconds. Our breaks are short.
lines are open for your calls on Two Guys and a Mic. Call 888-GO-FOR-IT. Once again, here's the coach, John Cohn, and the big dog, Joel Radwanski, on TalkZone.com. All right, welcome back. TalkZone.com. Two guys that might take a little break from sports. And uh, real quick, cause dog, I know you got some stuff you want to get to, but uh, I still got to ask Renee just uh, any humorous stories, your thoughts, your characteristics of working with the big dog. Because I always thought, I always said that the, somebody could make a hit TV show for incredibly low budget. By just having a handheld camera, someone like you to just follow Joel around for 24 <laughs> hours. And if, if you can't get a half an hour of entertaining program and following this dude around, um, then then you're doing something wrong. But uh, a truly unique individual, no? Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, he has some interesting uh, information on extraterrestrials and his mm-hmm. theories on the Bible and... Um, ah. Now, we've discussed him many times on this particular oh, show, have. Coach. Okay. I, 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 am, I am not afraid to express my opinions on the fact that no. the world was not ending this particular weekend, which mm-hmm. I was, by the way, tomorrow. Did we you, are going to get more into this, if you don't mind, Coach, on but, tomorrow's show. I, I, I got some great quotes from What I want to know, though, and the listeners, a couple of people emailed, did you pick up your laundry on Friday? I did. Okay. I told you I would. And as a matter of fact, I found as, I went to the dating sites, tried to find as many girls who thought they were part of the rapture. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta let you know, Coach, I was busy you, on Saturday. Oh, just, my goodness. Just in case you were keeping your options open. I had a bicycle from Berwyn to LaGrange, <laughs> back out south to Tinley. I mean, to a lot of the these girls, girls have known before. They needed some consoling this weekend. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, uh, never mind that, but. Well, I try. I try to be the, the, try to be the serious one on the show because yes. we, it's yes. not only us. We also have a guy by the name of Jason Rosenberg, coach, mm-hmm. and he want to talk about incompetence. No, no, you know, I, we showed up late. <laughs> we showed up late, and I feel really bad about showing up late to the program today. That's, you know, that usually, I usually can call on time, but getting here was a little different. This man, I mean, not only is he lazy, he's afraid. We have three people, and what, I mean, not to not to mark anybody from the tribe, coach. But all I got to tell you is he continually <laughs> is always bringing up the fact that my uncle or my so and so or my no. aunt would never do that. I don't have to do this stuff. He's afraid to break a sweat. It's kind of embarrassing, coach. Give, give that man a broom and a dustpan and put him to work. Didn't we make him run once on the? Was it a fundra- It was a fundraiser or something. We were down at the beach. Polar bear. Polar bear. Mm-hmm. The, um, polar, the polar. The polar, polar plunge, bear, coach. The polar plunge. Ah. Yeah, whatever that's called. Yeah. The polar. Plunge. Did he take the plunge? We we kind of forced him to do the plunge, and he did. He yeah. jumped in, but it was a, there were there was a lot of whining, a lot of <laughs> complaining, a lot of uh-huh. like I can't believe I'm doing this. I can't believe I'm here. This is horrible. Yeah. But uh, we made him do it. Well, he had to do it because it was either we're going to fire from the show because you're continually <laughs> late and whiny, or you you do this. And guess what? Man he did? up. Right. He is so intent on becoming famous without doing any work for it <laughs> that he's willing to jump into uh, Lake Michigan when it's 33 degree water temperature, which by the way is freaking cold. Yeah, when so it was, it was like negative 10 cold. that day. It Nothing wasn't. like firing out of Jason Rosenberg when he's not here to defend himself. <laughs> but I don't know the guy, so what the hell? Well, the, the reason why is because Renee had uncovered a story, Uh-oh. and he wanted to be a part of this story because this one, there isn't a lot of like physical confrontation because mm-hmm. that's when they usually have me there. But it turns out a, a girl got pregnant from a guy in the DNA pass and all this other stuff, found out that they had never had sex. She artificially inseminated herself with a turkey baster. How did she get that um, stuff she 
use the turkey baster. I, th- there, that's that's the issue. There's a bunch going on. Artificially inseminated with a turkey baster. What a, yes. How about them bulls? Huh? And she admitted it, Coach. <laughs> and she admitted it. Uh, oh, I, I, so goodness, it's, we, there's, there's a lot of stuff going. There's on. a lot of follow-up questions, but uh, I don't think I'm going to answer. All right, good. Just, just yeah. let you know that's so. That's Thank like you. that's the, he heard about this and had to be a part of the show again. Mm-hmm. So he was willing to jump in Lake Michigan mm-hmm. just to be a part of that story. All right, so a bandwagon jumper on any story that can become a big story. Exactly. Uh-huh. Exactly. He's more than willing to degrade himself, right. which right. I guess all of us are. All right. Do we got one uh, coming up? And is there any experience? Have you had any? You've had some dangerous situations. Have you had any, like, humorous, funny, some mishaps, any mix-ups, <laughs> yes, anything like yes. that? Which one, which, which one are you thinking of uh, well, that we, immediately brought Well, why don't you, you go ahead. You, you go ahead. There's, there's been way too many, to be quite honest with you, Coach. <laughs> way <laughs> too many. Okay. <clears throat> but you seem to have one in mind that you were going to say, no. Or no, okay. Just maybe well, that's not the one I'm thinking. Um, of. <laughs> well, one of them is we followed we followed a story about uh, a guy that was accused of being a, a deadbeat parent. Okay. And we actually have footage of this guy. It ends up being like when they were going to court, his buddy who was helping him out, being like, "You don't need to pay." Blah blah blah. He ended up being the real daddy for the actual uh, situation. Oh, so oh that, that I mean, there's been a lot of mix-ups like mm-hmm. that. Did where, you catch? <clears throat> oh yeah, the, we, you caught the new daddy and yeah, him. Oh, we we actually have footage of these guys Ooh. outside the courtroom. Okay, and that that's some good stuff, Coach. It's wow. it's some pretty good stuff. How, got, how was it uncovered? Oh, the the uh, the guy. It was funny because the guy that insisted that you're listen, buddy, you got to do the the mm-hmm. the parental test. You don't right, know who right, the real right. daddy is. You can't trust that girl. Uh-huh. He ended up being the actual daddy. Right. Okay, <laughs> the guy that wanted to make sure that because he knew that. Uh, there's a word called skeezer. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I learned this word, Coach, and I guess that's what that particular girl is. Is there a definition for skeezer, or is it just like a... I would have to say uh, a girl that has sex with your five best homies. Okay. Ouch. There you go. Yes. Do you know any skeezers? That particular one that was on that show, I think her name was LaShonda, so... Okay. Mm. Wow. Uh, was, uh, that, was that the one you were thinking of? Uh, it was. That was actually, yes, the one that okay. I was thinking of. I heard about that uh, whole, whole scenario, now, but I didn't know there was a skeezer word. Though. <laughs> That's new Do we get the guy on screen when he finds out um, that his buddy who's been telling him all along is actually the the one is the father? No, we don't have that on screen, but we do have the reaction. We don't have the when he found out. This isn't Maury Povich, coach. You know what I mean? Yeah. We don't put him in a room and have the, this. Actually, they oh, they actually went out and got it tested, and we uh-huh. found out later. Okay, so there's mm-hmm. there's there's some good stuff to it, coach. So okay. it's not it, it's not staged in an event like Maury Povich. It's more like mm-hmm. we go through the whole okay. process. You, we're at we're at courtrooms, mm-hmm. or we're in your living room. You mm-hmm. never know where we might be and where, where we might show up, coach. Right. Speaking of Maury Povich, by the way, we threw out the uh, yeah you got to throw stuff out and see what sticks to the wall. We threw out you know that Oprah Winfrey show. This is the final week. Yes, we're taking the over. time slot. No, let's take it easy, but the time slot has not been filled. There are rumors, Renee. You're and we're the really... ones spreading the rumors that maybe they're keeping it secret, they're keeping it quiet, they haven't even told us, but maybe, just maybe, it could be the big dog and the coach fill on that spot. That um, would be awesome. I've already started Trans- spending the money. Amazing. Huh? I've already started spending the money. I'm not Thank sure God. I would do that. <laughs> I'm not sure I would do that. I will tell you right now, if they come to us, we do not take the offer if we, uh, Renee and Idris are now part of the show. Oh, I like that deal. We don't go like unless that. they come with okay. us. Okay. Thank you. That unless they amazing. offer us 50000 or more, okay. and then my answer will be Idris who? Yeah, right. <laughs> Renee who? I think, Domenz, D-O-M-E-N-Z. <laughs> I think Oprah probably got five times that amount per show. 
She had to get at least a quarter oh, mil a show. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Maybe even more than that. Oh. She did, what, about 200 mm-hmm. shows a year? Yeah, mm-hmm. so she guys made about a million a show. All right, now during the break, you were given a sheet with like notes, and I just want to make sure. Okay. Get Make sure you get everything out that needs to be gotten out before David Olson, who was our cutthroat producer over there, uh, ends the show rather unceremoniously. Uh, well, I got to make sure I, I got everything on here. I was just reminded about uh, Jason. Make sure to let everybody, let everybody know that Jason right. is still involved because he did the polar plunge. Excellent. Jason happen to be listening right now? Uh, well, I don't know. He would have to okay. actually get up right. off the couch and turn the Internet on, Coach. Okay. So it, it all depends. Oh. All right. So you really... Jason, yeah. if you're listening, I've never met you. I don't know you. I know you're a member of the team. You're a member that tried. But it sounds like I'd trade you in a moment's notice. Okay. No, no. He's all right. He's, we'll have him in I'm one day, kidding, Coach. Jason. We'll have him uh, and, and just like updates and stuff that, that we're doing. So, mm-hmm. uh, okay. Now, uh, website people can follow? AMWDproductions.com. Say that again, Idris. AMWDproductions.com. AMWDproductions.com. Or try, actually try AMWD. Or amwd.com. And by the way, any of the stuff that's going to be on there is stuff that won't make television whatsoever. So these are more outtakes and more. So the stuff that we have, and you're, you're going to have you watched any of this stuff, Coach? I have seen a little bit on uh, video. Yep. Okay, Very so, entertaining. Yeah. This yeah. the stuff that we have. Is I like the really, sound really effect good. too. I love you. There was like a couple where you're like. It was in the fall, and you're running through the leaves. The, the sound is very good. Now, was that something that uh, that Sal did? The the new production I think stuff. So. Yeah. yeah, I think it was. And, okay. and you can even hear you huffing and puffing. No, 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 no. That was not me huffing and puffing. Yes, I, am, I am not out of shape, Coach. I would never we huff can, and puff. We can hear all the bodily functions. <laughs> well, that might be true. That might be true. Well, we we've got some really really great production people. Uh, how do you say Sal's last name, uh, Renee? Um. I think it's Barsena. Barsena. Sailor Barsena. But he has done all of our new, um, like, special effects, and he's done some pretty big-time stuff, Coach. And uh, I liked him. I I said one sentence to me. He's like, yeah, I got you stunned up. I have a role for you. (laughs) I was like, I just said one thing to you. It was hello. (laughs) Oh, don't worry. I just, you know, so I like the guy. He knows how to BS. He makes makes you feel big. You know, I like that. I like that. Yeah, he does a great job on everything he does, really. puts together really nice professional work. So. What can the listeners do right now? It's on the back burner. We need to get it from the back burner to the front burner so it can be seen by the viewing audience out there. If there's some listeners out there that want to support the show, Renee, besides sending money. Oh, money is always <laughs> good. Yeah, that, do that first. Yeah, do that first. I, okay. And then, um... After sending money, what, what else can they do? Are we on Facebook? Do you have a Facebook yeah. page? We have a Facebook page. Is it AMWD? Mm-hmm. Facebook page. Um, Dude, I'm not good about that stuff at all. Ask David Olson. He's still angry that I haven't friended all my people. On, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trying to help the cause here. i got to get you yes. cards, don't I? Still? Yes, you have to get me cards. i got to write that down. Business oh. cards for red. How do you spell red once again? Uh, Forget it. Don't worry about it. P-H-U-C. One thing you definitely use, you can contact Warner Brothers and tell them that you need to see more deadbeat right. parent type okay. television shows because why, why Warner Brothers because mm-hmm. that's who Idris talks to and, ah, and they've been and they've been talking they've been kissing and snuggling up a little bit together okay. uh, so but there's uh, there's other channels so and that's why I was saying if it's Fox we can get that America's most that's why there's so many issues with the name and that's mm-hmm. why we we can't say that's what we're calling it because Fox owns everything you name something Fox will own it what was the channel that nobody knew about. But then March Madness, you know how they had four different stations. Mm-hmm. The the least known one, I'm forgetting what it was. It, it was all it was kinds of true. Bizarre. True. Yeah, that's what you need to be on the True Network. That's Idris. Mark that down as the executive producer. True TV. Seriously, okay. that, that's exactly where your show should be. Uh, Coach, pl- that's great. I, I'd be more than happy to take it there. 
we're shooting more at Fox and, and WB than we are True Network. Hey, okay, you know, know what I'm saying? Don't Beggars can't be choosy, man. So start with True TV and then you move on from there. What, 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 we're thinking big here. Yes. We're hoping to think. We're, we're thinking big. Oh, so we're, okay. we're going to shoot well, for True maybe big. I don't know. It's I'm true sorry. Big? Okay, not really. not really. But it's better than nothing. It is better than nothing. We'll okay. shoot we can for keep WB. Them on the back. Yeah, we can. Shoot we'll shoot for WB, and then if you know, we can always contact True. Reach you know, for the stars. Reach for the stars. Absolutely. But keep your feet on the ground. That's true. Thank you. Very and, the much. Thing, and the thing is, with True TV, that's a Viacom-owned station, which is totally different than the other ones. So we need yeah. to we need to start playing the big companies against mm-hmm. each other. You got all the back burners going. Bottom line is, we need to go from back burner to the front burner. Yes, that's whatever exactly it what takes. Whatever it takes. Right. Right. Beautiful. We appreciate you coming in studio, Renee. Nice to meet nice you. Nice to meet you too. Thank you for having us. Thank you very Coach, much. Coach, it's good to see you. Seriously, buddy. Seriously, <laughs> it's been it's been too long. Yeah. Seriously, because yeah. and tomorrow I'll be doing the show from my in my underwear. From the, so. <laughs> I think I will Idris be there filming? <laughs> What's up? Will Idris be there filming that or not? Don't answer that. <laughs> yes. All right. We're back uh, tomorrow at 10 o'clock. Sports. Are the Bulls going to win tonight, dog? Yes. 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 Absolutely. I hope so. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. 10 o'clock tomorrow. We'll do it all over again. David Olson, our producer, thank you so much. Uh, have a great day, everybody. 10 o'clock tomorrow. Don't be late.